Hello there. Welcome to episode 13 of Nevermind the Bullens, uh, the bite-sized weekly Everton uh, vodcast and podcast. Uh, although this week, bi-weekly, because this is the second episode of the week, what with us playing two games this week. Uh, and it will be the same next week as well with this pretty intensive start to the season. Uh, we're going to look forward to West Brom on Saturday uh, a little bit later, uh, but and also discuss some transfer speculation as well, which uh, some of it has come off the back of uh, last night's game. But firstly, let's talk about the game itself. Salford City, uh, second round of the Carabao Cup, a very comfortable win. Um, and to be honest, we got the performance as well. Now, it's easy to say when you play lower league teams uh, that, well, you're playing a lower league team, so, you know, you should. But as we know, uh, and not just from Everton, but lots of other teams as well, lots of other clubs, you know, you can play against lower league opposition at home and you kind of labour to uh, a win. Whereas Everton didn't do that last night. You know, even though there were 10 changes from the game of Tottenham on Sunday, the intensity was still there, the pace was still there, uh, the play was still there. And, and we dominated as we should have done. Uh, the only slight disappointment is that we could and probably should have won by more and certainly should have had the game wrapped up a little bit earlier than we did. Uh, and, you know, a little bit of profligacy in front of goal. Uh, we'll talk about Moyes Keane a little bit more because I want to sort of delve into his performance a little bit. But overall, excellent all round. Uh, can't really say too much about Xiao Virginia because or make any sort of judgment based on that on his debut, his uh, full uh, first team debut, because he didn't have anything to do because the defence in front of him was so well marshalled particularly by Michael Keane um, obviously a bit of a disappointment with Jared Branthwaite going off and that's obviously might give us rise to del- well will give us rise from uh, what uh, Carlo has been saying to delve into the transfer market it looks like the Vakayo Tamori uh, deal seems to have gone a little bit quiet he seems to want to stay in and fight for his place at Chelsea, fair play to him. Uh, I think he's going to have his work out getting into a team when he's got uh, uh, Rudy Gazuma, Christiansen, and Thiago Silva uh, probably ahead of him in the pecking order as well. But that's his decision. Uh, I mean, let's be fair, realistically, he's not going to come to Everton and walk into the first team. So I can understand why he's made that decision. Um, at this stage, at the time of recording, we don't know how long Jared Branthwaite's going to be out for with uh, his ankle injury, just turning his ankle. Hopefully, it's not too serious, but that does only leave us with uh, with two centre-halves uh, at the moment, two fit centre-halves with Mason Holgate obviously being out for, for several weeks. So, probably going to have to go in and get a, a, a another defender. Um, don't think we need another left-back, though. I thought Niels and Konku was outstanding on his debut. Loved his positional play, um, his intelligence, his pace, uh, defended well when he had to, uh, certainly was making the correct decisions in terms of his passing, uh, was a support for Anthony Gordon. They were uh, combining quite well down the left-hand side, particularly early on uh, in the game. Uh, I'm really, really impressed with him and he was certainly my man of the match as he was for a lot of other uh, fan accounts that I saw as well. Not uh, the man of the match on the telly though because that was uh, given to Gilfie Sigurdsson and to be fair, you know, a player of Gilfie Sigurdsson's undoubted quality that we know he's got should be dominating teams uh, in, in League 2. But everybody contributed. That was Tom Davis's uh, best performance for, for quite some time um, in terms of his dynamism within the, with the, within the game. But again... You know, it's it's Salford, and that's the that's the slight concern with with Tom Davis. Anthony Gordon was terrific. Uh, impressed with Moyes Keane as well. Um, I think work needs to be done on his positional play because there were a number of times where I thought he's just got himself in the wrong position. He wasn't uh, attacking 
the space that the spaces that he needed to, where he was sometimes hanging around at the back post waiting for balls to come to him. And there was a particular incident, the, the, the Gilfie Sigurdsson's goal. He was done exactly what I'd said to my mate while I was sat in the Glebe on County Road last night watching the game uh, with uh, with my mate Joe. Um, that you know he should have picked up when Anthony Gordon got down the left hand side about ten minutes before that happened, and. Uh, Moyes Keane wasn't quite sure where to put himself and went too far forward instead of just having that that bit of football intelligence that nous that you need at the top level to just hang back and uh, just wait for the ball to be cut back and give himself and he could have just easily slotted the ball home uh, but on another day he got his goal from the penalty very nicely taken on another day could have had a hat-trick Um I mean, Anthony Gordon could and probably should uh, have got a goal. He probably deserve, absolutely deserved one. He was very unlucky with that lovely run and cutting shot with Chirp bent onto the uh, onto the far post. But overall, you know, performance excellent um, and shows that we've got at this point, you know, players that are obviously chomping at the bit. Obviously, it's been a bit made about Moyes Keane in terms of you know was one of the players that's been linked with a, a move out of the club. Uh, as part of trying to clear out some of the the squad players that we maybe don't need, uh, I would be. I'm very much keen to persist with Keen. Uh, I think you know we look cast our mind back three years uh, to Dominic Calvert-Lewin when he was the same age as Moyes Keen is now, and I didn't think that Moyes Keen, uh, sorry that Dominic Calvert-Lewin was going to be good enough to make it. Um, I thought he was a decent player, but I didn't think he was good enough. And look how far he's come with coaching. And I think Moyes Keane has got all those raw attributes in terms of his physicality, his pace, powerful. You know, he can score goals. He's good in the air. A bit unlucky with the one um, with the uh, the header that hit the crossbar. Maybe, again, it's just about intelligence thinking, actually, did he need to head it with that sort of force? He could have just nodded it into the corner, glanced it in, and it would have been uh, a goal. But... I, I think we need to work with him. Um, obviously, there are players that we do need to get shut of, the likes of Sandro Ramirez, Mo Bezic, etc. Um, Alex Awobi, I'm torn because even though I don't think he's good enough, I think from a business point of view, we've got to try and persist with him because if we sold him now, we would lose an absolute stack of money on him. There's no way we get anywhere even close to what we paid for him 12 months ago back. And how long can we keep throwing in good money after bad you know we've done it with managers that we've got rid of and we can't keep losing vast quantities of money on transfer fees um and Yannick Balassi controversial opinion this may be I would be prepared to give Yannick Balassi a go he's he's done as Umar Nias did before him in terms of just has just got on hasn't wanted to be out on loan wanted to fight for his place at Everton has been you know has been come in he's been professional he's tried he's working hard and is he any worse than Alex Awobi I would argue not. So uh, there we go. Feel free to uh, react to that in whatever way you want at NMTB Pod, uh, which you can see obviously on the bottom of your screen uh, if you're watching the vodcast. Um, in terms of other transfer news, obviously we do need to delve back into the market, as I was saying, for a, a central defender. But one interesting one that's come up uh, is that uh, just again, again is deemed surplus to requirements at Paris Saint-Germain. Now he is being linked with. West Ham and Crystal Palace. And for me, I think it's a no-brainer that we go and get him back because, you know, and make a cheeky offer, offer what we paid for him from, from Leicester. Uh, sorry, from Aston Villa, I should say. Uh, a few years ago when we bought him, 7 million, see if we can get him. Because I think we need another player like him. He'd come and slot back in. He knows the people, knows the... Obviously, the management's changed since he went, but um, he... 
he's exactly a player that we need because we can't expect Alan to play every single game, and we that's where we need a bit of a bit of depth. We haven't got another Alan if he's not there, and Ghana's definitely definitely that, and we'll you know absolutely give competition for places. So I me, mean, I think he's absolutely worth making it a bid for, but obviously it will be dependent, I assume, on us getting rid of uh, some some other players. Uh, moving on to Saturday then. Uh, I was a bit surprised that we changed the, the entire team, but as my mate Joe very sagely pointed out, and he said, well, uh, you know, I would have thought players wanted, wanted you know, minutes in their legs, but he's quite rightly pointed out that, obviously, you know, with such a short turnaround between uh, last night and Saturday, particularly being a lunchtime game, um, that we needed to rest players and not over overextend them at this early juncture of the season. But obviously, West Brom will be smarting uh, from... Uh, their sort of opening day pasting at uh, or opening weekend pasting at home to Leicester so they're going to come at us um, but you know if we perform at anywhere near 80-90% of the level that we performed at against Tottenham uh, last Sunday then I think there's no danger that we should win that game and, and win it well Um you know, I like West Brom. I've got many, many mates that are West Brom supporters. In fact, I'm playing cricket with two of them on uh, on Sunday. Hello, Joe and Dom. Um, another Joe, in actual fact. But um, yeah, we, we, you know, it's a game that we absolutely should win. So fingers crossed uh, for a, a good performance uh, to carry on. As I mentioned before about us, you know, winning a game, a, a really perceivably difficult game. Uh, away from home and then or at home and then following up with a really poor performance in the following league game on a game we should win hopefully that won't happen on Saturday Uh, I'll be back with uh, episode 14 after the game on Saturday Uh, but until then come on you blues (laughs) 